This week's Devar Torah be as a schos for Rafur Shalema, for Avi Mori, Aaron Ben Devora, and for Yal Neima Ba'azavir Derezel, Sachshar Chol Yisrael. May they have speedy recoveries and a complete Rafur Shalema Bekarov. So, Sefer by Midbar is starting this week. Talk this parsha about the counting of the Bnei Yisrael. We talk about the way the Bnei Yisrael moved around in the wilderness. Found an interesting Devar Torah I wanted to share with you. In the Sefer Chedushe Halev, on one of the on the first pasuk in the parsha, and one of the first midrashim in the parsha, it's about a complicated topic: the topic of tznius. So the Torah tells us in the first pasuk, that Hashem spoke to Moshe in the midbar in the Oel Moed. The Medrash Rabbah Aleph Gimel points out. That until now we found before there was a Mishkan, Hashem spoke to Moshe in many places. Hashem spoke to Moshe by the sneb, by the burning bush. Hashem spoke to Moshe in Mitzrayim. Hashem spoke to Moshe in Midjan. Hashem spoke to Moshe in Mitzrayim again. Hashem spoke to Moshe at Har Sinai. But now that there's a Mishkan, Hashem says, Yothahi at Tznias. Tznias is beautiful, as the Torah tells us, at in the Tanakh, the Nach tells us, at and Hashem spoke, speaks to Moshe now in the Ohamoed, not in the public anymore. See from this Madrash, there's an idea of Tznias that Hashem shouldn't speak to Moshe in public. Hashem should speak to Moshe in the Ohamoed. And one can ask the question, is there something on Tznias about Hashem speaking to Moshe at the burning bush? What does the Madrash mean that this is um, Tznias? And what does it have to do with Tznias? When we normally think of Tznias, we think of the idea of a person covering up something that's somewhat shameful, somewhat of a boundary violation to be showing off in public. So you should cover it up. What does this idea of Moshe speaking, Hashem speaking to Moshe in the privacy of the Olamoid have to do with Tznias? Okay, the Rashiva brought another Madrash. The Madrash tells us in Yud Bey's Dalid, it brings a muscle to a human king, has a daughter. She's a little, he loves her very much. She's a little girl, he speaks to her all the time in public. He speaks to her in the park, whatever. Once she gets older, once she becomes more of a lady, the king says this is not the covet for the princess, to speak to her in public like this. I'm going to make a special chamber for the princess. When I want to speak to the princess, I go to her in her private setting, and that's where I talk to her. And Hashem compares Kaiser to that. Kaisal was referred to as Neorim in Mitzrayim, to youths. And Hashem spoke to them by the, by the Yam, Hashem spoke to them at Har Sinai. Once they became a nation and they have a Mishka, now Hashem says, it's not the Shevach of, of my sons to speak to them in public like this. It's not, it's, not, it's not the most graceful thing for them. I'm going to speak to them in private from the Mishka. So we see another man, and that's why Moshe would come to the Olamoe to speak to Hashem. So we see in this message a bit of a different flavor on it, that it's saying it's not the Shevach the Bnei Yisrael, it's not the most praiseworthy thing, it's not a covet for the Jewish people for Hashem to speak to them in public. It's more of a covet for them to be spoken to in private. You can ask the question again, is there something on Bekovedik about Hashem speaking to Yisrael at Harsinai? Obviously not. It's one of the most praiseworthy things about the Jewish people is that they heard Hashem speak to them at Harsinai. And it also seems like these midrashim don't seem to fit with each other. One is saying Hashem started only in the 
Mishkan because of Tznias. And one is saying it's because of the covet of Klai Yisrael. So which is it? Is it because of the covet of Klai Yisrael? Or is it because of Tznias? So Rashiva Rav Henachsen Tzali explained that it's really one in the same. It's really a certain connection here. That we have to understand from this Medrash what Tznias is. Tznias doesn't just mean an idea of covering up something which is shameful. Tznias is an idea of covering up what we respect. It's a certain value of privacy and dignity on things which have chashivus, which have dignity. When Kali Yisrael was a young nation, they weren't as great as when they became a full nation. Now they become a full, a powerful nation of Kali Yisrael and they've received the Torah. Now they deserve more privacy. Now they deserve more tznias. Now the covet for them is to make things more in private. And the Shiva is bringing out a concept here that the reason that we cover up, the reason that we dress with a certain dignity is to a certain extent is because of our greatness, because of our dignity. I remember Rabbi Wiener, he would talk about guys jogging in shorts, not giving anyone muster, but he, would, he gave the guys a muster about jogging in the street in shorts. He said, you don't, you don't feel it, I feel it. I feel the lack of sensitivity, I feel the lack of tznias. He sensed a certain greatness in us that he felt that you're compromising your dignity by walking around that way. And it's something we should think about. When a per, the way a per, the way a bacher dresses in the dormitory, the way that we train our children to walk around, the way that we walk around, are we in the proper tznias? And not just from a halachic perspective. Let's say it's mutter for a man, let's say hypothetically it's mutter for a man to just walk around in the street without a shirt on. I haven't figured out why it's legal, but let's say that it's, is there anything unrefined? Should a person feel, if he's not embarrassed how others see him, should he feel ashamed? Should he feel that this is beneath my dignity to walk around this way? That there's a certain sense that things should be, that certain things are worthy of respect, certain things are worthy of being covered up. And I think there's also an aspect of certain things are private because of their specialness as well. I heard a frightening story I read in a book about somebody that she posted a selfie of herself in the Yichud room. So forgetting Tznias aspects, but this person's focus on it was the idea of what this whole culture has done to us in terms of presentness. That she was completely not present in her own chasana and that she's no shaykhist to bonding with her husband in the Yichud room. She's thinking about posting on her WhatsApp chat or on her Facebook page. But it hit me, it's the idea this is a private thing. This is not something which you share with the world. There's certain things which is a private moment between you and your spouse, between you and your child, between you and your friend, and it doesn't go to the whole world. I've actually been a little bit disappointed. I have mixed feelings about some of the things that end up in the from media, in the from WhatsApp statuses, whatever you call it, of certain things that the person does a chesed for, you know, in somebody's hospital room or something like that. There's a certain value to this thing is a private thing. This is not something to blast to the world. And I have that certain hargasha. It's a sensitivity which is becoming more and more lost in the world. It's something we need to tap into. There's another idea that Rosh Hashiva brings about this idea of tznias on chashivas. Interesting medrash. The medrash says, quotes the Paskin Mishnah, It implies that it's talking about the, the chachma of Torah should be bachutz, it should be in the streets, you should hear the sound of it. 
And the Medrash brings the story with the Shmuel Bar Nachman asks Rabbi Yochanan ben Elazar to tell him a piece of Torah when they're in the marketplace. He says, "All right, we'll go to the, we'll go to, uh, we'll go home, we'll go to the yeshiva, and there I'll talk to you about this piece of Torah." He says, "Rebbe, it says in the pasuk, Bachutz Tarona." This Rebbe says, "You don't know how to, you don't understand how to read the pasuk. Bachutz means Bachutz Torah. It means the base medrash. Where do you sell beautiful jewels? You don't sell them in the streets. You sell it in Bachutz. You sell it in its special place." He says, "Berchovos means a place where there's a harchavas hadas, a broadening of understanding. It means in the base medrash." He's telling him that this is not the proper place for this Torah conversation. So one can ask the question, what do you mean? Talmud Torah, can I get kulam? It's bitl Torah to wait. Zerizus would say to do it now. But sometimes the kavod of Torah is even doche Talmud Torah. Sometimes it's not befitting, it's not refined in this setting to learn Torah on this level. Now you, could, you talk about an isvart in the, in the street. You don't... When you have your be'iyun, when you have your special e'in shir, you have a real chash of a maimut for Torah that's not done in the shuk. Reminds me of a rebbe of mine, of David Chait, was by Rav Yashav Zatzal, and they were complaining to him about his askam on the art school Gemara. They said, Rebbe, people are going to learn, the Americans are going to be learning Torah, in, they're going to be learning Gemara in bed. He laughed, he said, halavai, the Americans should be learning Gemara in bed. The concept is this idea of this chashivus, of appreciating the preciousness of the Torah and treating it with the proper dignity. And the idea of appreciating the chashivas of ourselves and the privacy, the boundaries that we should keep. May Hashem help us do something. We be able to retain the sensitivity. Wishing you a wonderful Shabbos and success in preparing for Chai Kashav Sameach.